This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. And welcome back to the Retro Report. It's been a couple of weeks. We had an international break and then Steve decided to go away for a while. Um, I then followed suit and thought Morocco looks nice this time of year. We're better than South Wales, mate. <laughs> but we're all right, don't worry. Um, but uh, we are back. Uh, Bouncing been back as well. After the international... Uh, sorry, I should say we're not in the studio. We're not on Teams. I'm sat in Steve's kitchen Steve's and he's made me a lovely cuppa. It's not a cooking show, although it might be in a bit because I could eat a scabby dog and I've got plenty of them. But yeah, we're in Steve's kitchen. Um, Steve, after international break, first game back, Bournemouth, which was always going to be a difficult one. Um, I think it's make or break season for Bournemouth, isn't it? Yeah, they need to go up this time or there'll be one of these sides that will stay in the Championship for a while. Um 3-0, and uh, Marcus shop afterwards wasn't very complimentful about his uh, about Barnsley side, was he? No, it weren't, it weren't a good performance for it, let's be honest. I mean, people, you know, we've had usual keyboard warriors out, even even with draws that we've had, we've had some, a couple of really good draws. But with Bournemouth, it was it a poor performance. Um, when, you, when you watched it, you could see they weren't, they weren't really playing as a team as such. But... And in their defence, and I think it's quite a, a legitimate argument, when you're playing a team that's got like a you know a fifty odd million pound midfielder or a seventy odd million pound striker, they've got all that money in bank with a with a parachute payments and such. It's got it is really really difficult. Um, you've got to look at it and say you know we do really well against some of these bigger teams with a budget that we've got and the way that teams being run. Uh, I, I can't fault him. I know new guys in now, isn't it? New chairman, CEO, yeah, new CEO. Yeah, he started. Uh, I think this week or last week, um, and hindered as well, I suppose, 
not only do you play some of these teams with the parachute payment, but him as well. Uh, Kitchen got his um, three-match suspension during the international break, so he's missed the last three matches, yeah. hasn't yeah. he? Um, injuries. Ben Williams, you know, Jordan Williams, Anderson still coming back, obviously Morris. Morris looks to be out for quite some time. I mean, he was he was in the Pontiant uh, against Blackburn, but he had a yeah. he had a brace on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not being funny. You you don't come back from wearing a brace the week after, do you? No, you don't. Um I mean he walked he walked in front of us with obviously we sit in Pontiant and he walked in front of us and yeah, he had a brace on and he looked at he was clapping fans and everything. It were, you know, it's really good to see him up and about. But you don't have a brace on your knee and, like you said, be playing week after. Because, no. let's face it, he's not, he's not going to be match fit anyway. No. So, is he going to be back this side of Christmas? I'd be surprised, to be quite honest. Mm. But, again, you know, this is why we brought, uh, this is why we brought these, these strikers in. We've still got one guy... That we've not seen anything of yet. Yeah. Apparently he's getting a little bit fitter day by day, but he's had a bit of a back problem. Whether he has or whether he hasn't, we don't know. Um, we've seen glimpses of Isika. Yeah. Um, still got to prove, but let's face it, he's only had a couple of games, bits and bats. So let's, you know, we've got to give these guys a chance to yeah. get in and, and show. Uh, but you look at, as I say, you looked at Bournemouth and it was it a poor performance. We know it was. But then you look at your next two, um, your Stoke and your Blackburn, and you look at the players that came in. I mean, Jasper Moon's come in, played mm. two games, and has been outstanding. Yeah, I, uh, I I just think he's played really well um, to fill Kitchen's stroke Anderson's boots. Yeah. Now, does that mean if Kitchen's back, will he walk straight into the side on Saturday? You would think he will. Yeah. I've done my fan of team, so Kitchen's back in it, just so you know. I I'm need to do mine, but thanks for the reminder. Yeah. So I remind you. Um, but no, as such as Jasper Moon, I think, has done a really, really good job. Mm. I think one thing we did discover with Bournemouth and Stoke is uh, Callum Britton will never be a central midfielder while everybody's got all in his house. It's a shame, isn't it? Because Callum Britton last season... Not many people were talking about him, but consistently ran teams ragged yeah. down that right-hand side. And now, for whatever reason, um, I don't know if it's because of injuries or he's trying to include him but in a different position, when players are so much less effective, it, it, it's irritating, isn't it? Well, in a way, especially with, with Stoke, I suppose, do you look at it as a waste or a shirt? Um is a right wing back, right winger, right back, whichever way you wanna you wanna cut that. But he's a right sided player who likes to get forward and likes to cross the ball. Yeah. I can't remember last time Callum Britton crossed the ball. No. He's not getting forward because of the position he's been playing in. He played a lot better when he did drop into right wing back role uh, at Stoke. But again, for me, He's not getting he's not getting forward enough, but that must be the instruction he's getting. I would say mm. from from yeah. Shaw. Yeah, um, we talked about Bournemouth. That was followed up then by a midweek visit Wednesday evening. Uh, you know when people say, "But can they do it on a Wednesday night at Stoke?" Um, going behind early on is disappointing. Um, Corley Woodrow's goal is that's already up there. That's that's nomination number one for goal of the season, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we're cracking. You were a lovely strike. Uh, do you know what? As a, as a game, we played some really nice stuff. We, we, we really did. 
Um, it wasn't a rainy Wednesday night in Stoke. I'm sure it was a nice and tepid night in Morocco where you were with your pina coladas sat around bar and your dancing girls. Um, maybe not your dancing girls, not unless your Jeanette were dancing around for you. But anyway, that's another story. I don't want to paint that picture too much. Uh, but, it's a painful picture. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't such a bad... Because, again, Stoke. Stoke are a good side. They've got some mm. good good players. Um, but it's always nice to finish a football game off with a bit of boxing at end, which were, which were you know... It were a farce. It were an absolute... It were, it were crazy. Um, what Sky pundits watch, I often think... It, I don't know if it's me, because I think they must watch a different game to me. For a start, no, no penalty... Um, that was Stoke, wasn't it? Mm. But that's Stoke. Yeah, it was Stoke. What yeah. is Stoke? No, I don't know. My brain's gone anyway. But they were talking about punch up at end, and they, say, they were saying that he got punched in face, he threw a punch. There were no punch there at all. He thought it were a bit of a slap on back at neck. Yeah. But when you actually watched it, yeah, it got out of hand, and should it have happened? No, probably not. Did it detract from game? Yeah, it, I suppose it did a bit, because as I say, as, as far as the performance was, it wasn't a bad performance, mm. but again, what do you end up talking about? You end yeah. up talking about shenanigans that goes off with, with, with dugouts. As a fan, though, oh, go on. as a fan, it when I say it's good to see, it shows how much... And because course, we, we've talked a lot about shop coming in, but existing coaching staff that remained from Valerian yeah. uh, Ishmael, um, except for obviously Adam Murray, who, who left us. Um I mean, they're not afraid to stand up for our lads, are they? I mean, from what, from what, bearing in mind, mine was very much initially all audio because obviously I was abroad, but did one of their coaching staff come into our technical area yeah. or whatever and then it all handbags at dawn? Yeah, ball came across. They were wanting quick throw. Obviously, it was one apiece. They just had one sent off. Um, he shouldn't have been in our technical area. That's that's it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's black and white. He shouldn't have been in our technical area. So he's going to pick ball up. Shop's doing a little bit of jiggery-pokery with his feet. Um, their guy then, in Mr. Shop's words, attacked him. He attacked me. He didn't. He pushed him. It was, but that's obviously how he translates it. Yeah. But then, uh, I think with Tom DeRecord and... Um, oh, what the call other guy? Go on, Lauman. Yeah. Came out and got hold of him. And then it just all flared from there. But I think one, one thing that sticks out for me... Is Joseph Lauman, camera got his face absolutely spot on. I would not like to meet him <laughs> in no dark alley because the look he got on his face at that particular moment, yeah. it, it was evil. It was particularly evil. It, um, But, you know, it, it's a draw. Rescuing a point by going... I, I think what they showed is by, even by going behind early on, you know, we might not have had many opportunities, but Corley Woodrow only needed one. Yeah. And it's it's good for him to get it, isn't it? He's come up under a bit of fire again from people. I don't know why. I mean, if you take Coley Woodrow out of his Barnsley side, I, I don't know what we're left with. No. I know, you know, you, you can't expect him, A, to score every time he gets the ball, but B, he has to get the ball first of all, doesn't he? Obviously, this was a free kick, but we'll talk about the surface to him later on. But for his confidence, he will be good. You know, he's, 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 he's been with Barnsley for a while now. He's first team captain to get that goal. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have this confidence a, a lot of good. Um, that's followed up then by a return to Orgwell, uh last Saturday, Blackburn Rovers. Another draw. 
Another draw. I had to sit on my own as well. Yes, I um, I because like, I obviously arrived yeah, late yeah. and I had something on in the evening. Even my lad dumped me at all because he were well, he'd had a bad night last night, the night before, so he were. But he it, 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 <laughs> I, from what I saw, um, Barnsley's second half probably shaded it. Hmm. Um, much to do about nothing, really. I mean, Brad Collins. Fantastic saves, yeah. you know. Um, it, 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 but it, it, it wasn't a ball draw, was no, it? No, it, it was. Again, we played some really nice football at times. What let us down more than anything, and I think this is when we come on to service for front men, such as I mean, a door were clean through. Should have buried it. Really should have buried it. You don't. You only had to lift it over him, but. He didn't, didn't happen, but he had to get in that position, which he did himself. Mm. And we said it last season, under Ishmael, when we were doing really well, and we're saying it again now because it's more prevalent. You can't score if you haven't got ball. You've got Woodrow, who's trying to... He does, at times, be very frustrating because he tries to do all sorts. He's on one wing, he's on other wing, he's going deep, he's shoving forward. And sometimes you think, God, he's out of position, why ain't he up front? But they're not getting the service that they deserve. And that makes them look poor. It makes Woodrow, it makes uh, Freezer look, look poor. It makes all forward line look poor because you think, oh, why haven't they done this, why haven't they done that? We've got a really good back, back line. Defence is probably strongest it's been for, well, forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got some really good midfielders. But it's that transition between... Do you like that transition football in term? I love it. Um, I was listening to Michael Richards. Um, <laughs> it's getting it from our sort of midfield no. to an attacking position that is forward. Against Blackburn, we played some good stuff, but there were a lot of sideways, a lot of backwards, a lot of passing out front keeper, which still worries me at times, but... I can see what they're trying to do, and I've got to be honest, it is working. It is working. I know the people sat around us that slag it up hill and down dale, but you know they're better managers than we are. No, of course they are. But I think it's going to take a little bit more time for Shock to imprint his style on team. We know he's got class, we know he's got pedigree, we know we've got good players. It's just, again, putting it all together. I mean, there's some highlights, obviously. Gomez looks a really, really tidy player from yeah. Man City. Yeah. Uh, he does look as though he's going to do big things. Um, Hondemark. Uh, tell me about what well, you know about Hondemark. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he was brought in and signed, according to the announcement, to, for, he was linking up with the under-23s. I can only imagine that after day one or two, Devaney went, oh, actually, from what I'm seeing here. And it's... It's a little it's a little bit like Corley Woodrow in a way, wasn't it? Playing with the under-23s at Fulham and not really getting a chance. He had it all. It just needed a chance. From what I saw, he's another one that you look and say, you know what? If, if he can play, maybe not week in, week out, but regularly get some game time, he's going to be another one to really, really look out for and tie down on a long contract, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think we've got, again, embarrassment to riches in what I would call a defensive midfielder, because you've got Ramel Palmer, who we know is a good player. You've got Undermark now, who is looking better and better every week. Gomez, we've got him for the season. Looks as though you know he's going to be a cracking player. 
So really, when you look at going forward, you've only got Benson and Styles. Obviously, Benson's been out with COVID, yeah. and I think he has been missed. Mm. Really do. Um, and Callum Styles is another one to me that is not is not getting back to where he finished off last season. No. I think he's he, when you looked at him against Stoke and against Blackburn, left wing back. I just don't think that's the position he wants to play. He tends to start drifting into centre. But even then, he's not he's still not getting again, not getting forward as he used no. to do. Whether that's his instructions, whether that's whatever it is, I don't know. That's you, you talked about styles. Very similar to Odeur. I mean, completely different player, but again, there is a player in there. I just think we can't see the best of him because the way he went past those two defenders into the penalty area, I'm thinking he could do that all day long down that left-hand side. Yeah, yeah, and get some crosses in. And get box. some... When we talk about service, I think it, it's there. We spoke last season how many times about Clarkador, Clarkador. We said, oh, he must be going because, you know, for, for whatever reason, he didn't get... And it's hard then, isn't it? To come in when you really will be sort of on that left-hand side as a wing-back or whatever you want to call it. And now up front, I mean, he's not... I mean, I think he's got the talent. I think he's got the skill, the pedigree. I don't think he's built like a striker, is he? And, no, and, 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 more, and his body language... Like he's definitely built more like a winger. And his body language, I think... It's, it's all about confidence, isn't it? If he would have buried that goal, it might have been completely different. Style's very much same for me, that you'd get another 15, 20% out of him in a different position on that pitch. Yeah. But with Benson out, with Anderson out, with Kitching out, you know, all these people, it's um, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, of course so, it is. Of course it is. Ben Williams is back, potentially. Jordan Williams is back. Kitching is back. Benson is back. Yeah. Um, Blackpool away. Now, Blackpool have surprised a few people this season. Of those that are available, who who would you say, well, they're probably straight onto that team sheet? I mean, for me, Benson is probably number one. The thing with Benson is I'd like to think he'll come straight back in. However, if he has had COVID, yeah. we know how debilitating it can be and recovery rate on it varies so much from person to person. Um, if he's still feeling after effects... And the fatigue part of it, I don't think he will walk straight back into the side. Yeah, you have he to should. Hold. Yeah, but let's be honest, it's 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 early in, in COVID terms. Yeah. It's early days. You hope he's asymptomatic, isn't he? He's been tested and he yeah. tested positive, but didn't know he were ill. Kind yeah, of thing. That's it. So hopefully he's he's kept his fitness as as much as he can. So he'd like to think Benson will step back in. Um, I can't see I can't see Pascones for his partner in midfield. Last mm. couple of games he's had. Uh, and I'm a big Ronald Palmer fan, as you know. But Gomez just—he just looks, he looks hungry. He really does. He's getting himself about and getting stuck in and stuff like that. So I think that'd be a midfield pairing as such. Um, I think Kitchen will probably walk straight back in. Like I said, whether he should or not is a different matter. That then raises the question: Will Britain stay on right wing? Will Civic stay on right wing because he were playing? while Britain were in the middle. Um, Alme, again, not mentioned him as yet, but he's had a really solid last three games. He's, you can't, you he's, can't say not. He's, he's always been reliable when called upon, hasn't That's he? That's it. What about Remy Vita? What have, you seen, what have you seen of him? I know it's flashes, but early impression? 
I don't do impressions, mate. I keep telling you that every week. Sorry, that's Dave Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know? What? I have no idea. Not seen. I've not seen. I've not seen any clips of him. To be quite honest, um, if he's as good as people are saying he is, he'll be for me. He'll play. Yeah. For me, he'll play because, like you said, Ben Williams is coming back. Quite a, a bad injury as such, so you wouldn't think he'd walk straight back into into side. As I say, I don't think Callum Styles wants to play on that left hand side. He's not going to put a door there because he, he obviously fancies him more up front. So why not? Why who, not start him? Who would you start up front then this week? I'd call it Woodrow, which yeah. is a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, interesting. I've uh, seen a couple of bits and flashes of that Isika. Um, see, for me, I, I might be wrong again. People might shout me down. But he, he played quite a lot on left-hand side. And I just wonder, looking at him and his build, whether he'd just be better off straight through middle. Mm. Again, I'm not a manager, so I don't know. But yeah, I'd, I'd start him. I'd like to see some more of him. But then it, it is it is a difficult one. Do you leave Adorin? Because he had a really good game. Freezer always brings uh, something different, running running around wise and covering and shutting, uh, closing down. Uh, I, I've seen something. I haven't actually read it, so I was just watch, flicking through. Um, that shops defending Adibayejo for whatever people are slagging him off at. And to be honest, he came on against Blackburn and actually played really well for the last 10, 15 minutes, whatever it were he were on. So he's obviously, he's looking at these players and thinking, I can do something with them. Because let's be honest, if he, if he didn't think that, there'd be art, like Miller's been, and you know what I mean? They'd be through the door. What? What needs to change though? So if if you look at sort of like all our results so far, you know the first thing that sticks out is there's a lot of draws. What what do we need? Because you've said earlier, defence is 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 pretty solid. Is it about turning chances into goals? Yeah. Is it about a better service? Is it about finding your front three strikers? Because you know we've not mentioned Devante Cole. You know the first signing of the season. Had bits early on in the season, but we've not really seen him since. He doesn't seem to be fancied at the minute, does he? No. I mean, we're on the bench, but I, I don't know. I think I mean, Shop said that he needs to uh, he needs to prove himself a bit more. Um, I mean, we did have actually more shots against Blackburn than we normally do. Although, like you said, we didn't convert him. So, is that does that mean we're moving in the right direction? Because we are now starting to create more chances, and I think that's the thing now defensive wise I mean Brad Collins obviously has been outstanding we seem to be quite solid apart from silly mistakes but you know it's like we keep saying we've got young lads at back so they are going to keep making them but it's it's coming forward through midfield and maybe looking for a more forward pass rather than constantly sideways and or backward but then again is that what shop's telling them to do? Yeah. It might just want uh, a methodical build-up. But if that's the case then, when you do make that forward ball or that forward run, it's got to be spot on, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll not be doing it as often, I suppose. No. Um, looking at Blackpool then, a couple of players obviously have named that, that we know, Richard Keogh, Jerry Yates, Kenny Dougal obviously plays for them, um, Gary Medine. What... What are you expecting? Lots of reds going down because it's always a nice... What a, what a fantastic no. turnout, isn't it? Over 3,000 going. So, well, it's a nice weekend away, isn't it? Well, if yeah, you're going to well, go away, you might as well go to Blackpool, then you're like... Well, well, anyway, we'll not talk about that. I'm not a big fan of Blackpool, I'm afraid. Um, 
it's 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 another funny one, isn't it? On paper, you would think it's got to be a three points. Yeah. And to be honest, it should be three points. We need it. Um, and I'll be honest, I think we'll get it as well. However, there's always that little bit of a risk, etc. Um, they are playing well at minute, but that's it's 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 cracking crowd that's going over 3,000 supporters will be there and you know shouting and singing against Stoke were fantastic mm. you could hear them when they were trying to do Sky interviews at end which were amazing and and it is it's right what they say it's like it's like having 12th man and I think that that will help us on Saturday and no I can see us I can see us beating Blackpool to be the, honest if, if you look at Blackpool if you look at the last five matches uh, so we're just above Blackpool, that's pure and goal difference. Uh, Blackpool in the last five have won two, lost two, and drawn one. We've drawn four and lost one. So we, we've not won in the last five. They've they've won two. If we're talking about young lads and confidence, it's 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 vital that we get that win to get that confidence back going, isn't oh, it? It'll start. It'll be a, it'll be a snowball. Um, I think as we are starting to get better and create chances. Woodrow's got a goal, which is always good for his confidence. I think the other forward guys need to get a goal. I think it'll kick on from there. And I think the potential, I know we talk about potential every every week with young players we've got, but it's there. Mm. It's just a case of unlocking it. And for these so-called supporters... You know, you've you've got to you've got to give these lads a chance. If it were if it were Christmas and we're down the at bottom and we're playing like this, fair enough. You know, you you can have your moan, you can have your groan. I think some people go up at top and are way 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 out of line, to be honest. But they're obviously a few idiots it, that you usually get anyway. It's that's the pro- it's but it's the idiots that's the problem, isn't it? I yeah, mean, I don't often refer to social media. Before I came to your glorious kitchen, by the way. Um, Somebody put on Facebook that uh, the club has announced that our forthcoming match against Millwall will be all ticket, so there'll be no tickets available on the day. And their last comment was this: "This fan between hyphens, um, they seem to be um, less and less a, a club for the fans." So I, I responded by saying, "Millwall will always be all tickets because of the support that they've got." All you've got to do is look at what they did to that supporter. I can't remember if it was last game or game before. It were on Twitter. Uh, Millwall fans. I'm sure they were away as well. Millwall fans. They were fighting, scrapping, whatever. This kid were laid on the floor and you'd have thought he were dead. Yeah. You really did. And you know what? I'm sure Millwall has got some supporters like we have mm. that are just interested in football. They love the football club. But yet again, it's that minority that just paint them a black picture. But, but Millwall, let's face it, are be, but because of, But because of their name, most of their games will be all tickets. And, and let's so not they forget... So, so they should be, And yes. let's not forget, it's really South Yorkshire Police insisting to, to minimise some yeah. of that. So, anyway, that was that was responded to. Um, back to the positive sort of things. You've talked about the potential that we've got. Realistically, then, given the season, given the start that we've had, I mean, we're, we're eight games in... If, hopefully sooner rather than later, people start playing to their full potential, where could we or should we be aiming to finish given what we've got? Because, again, it's a very young squad. Bags of talent, isn't it, all over the pitch? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, let's face it, we were lucky last season mm. in the respect that we got a guy in 
who hit ground running. It was just what we needed at that time. We needed somebody that was going to shake it up and tell these players what they could, couldn't do. And, and in a way, I'll not say he was beaten with a stick, but you could tell he had that sort of yeah. temperament. Yeah. And last season it worked, and we were lucky. This season, completely different manager. He's, he's not that sort of manager. Bags of skill, bags of pedigree, but he's not that sort of manager. But we've still got the same players. We've added to that squad with better players. If he can bring that out, there's no reason why I don't think. I'm not saying playoffs. I'm not saying playoffs are out of question. It is a possibility, but let's be realistic. Top half, top ten. Top half, you've got to be happy. Top ten, I'd pay money for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, after Blackpool uh, midweek match at uh, home, Forest. Then we've got Millwall at home, Reading away, Middlesbrough. So and you know you're going into the end of October. Um, you said you were confident, so we need a, a a bit of a score prediction, and Steve Blackpool away. Blackpool, I think if they can pull it all together this weekend, and I think they will. I think they're looking at possibly two, three now. I really do. I really do because you look at like you've mentioned going on from that. Forest, we know are in disarray, but that Steve Cooper, he's he's, he's no idiot. No. Um, and and we've got them at home, and I think sometimes the pressure is on you at home, isn't it? it? When these it teams that are in disarray and they can't win for toffee and blah blah blah, well, they always come to us and get some. It's it's all yeah. the same. And then you look after that, you Millwall, Millwall, Ready, Middlesbrough. It's like it's all, it's true what they said. There's no easy games. No. None of them are easy games. This one on Saturday, on paper, we should get some, and I do believe we will get something. But it's not going to be an easy game. No. And these that are saying, yeah, we're going to Blackpool and be a cracking day out and this, that, and other. It don't It'll be a battle. And it, it cost yeah. the always are. And we've had some, well, we've had a lot of hard games to start season. Yeah. And I think we've done really well considering everything that we've been up against. We've just got to keep going and, and just improving. And yeah. you can see that coming. And, and let's not forget when people talk about Blackpool, um, you know, they, they lost against Cardiff. They lost against Coventry, two-two draw away at Bournemouth. I mean, you know, um, Millwall narrowly lost, but then they won one 0 against Fulham. So they're able to surprise. So we need to be on our best and maybe a little bit more to get that two or three oh, nil. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's within range. And um, I'll go for three one because I've always loved three one. I think it's a comfortable sort of you right, know, if you want. comfortable like sort of scoreline. Obviously, two zero. Oh yeah, oh, one three. Right. But yeah, it's, it's, it's Reds report. So Reds always come first to us. Um, Steve, thank you very much. Shall we have another coffee, or shall we go? Oh, oh, oh. no, hold on a minute. Because, hold because, and I'll tell you for why. It's not very often I ask you something. Oh dear. But I've heard some at top radio this morning on the way into work. Because yeah, I have been to work today. <laughs> in the Premiership and in Championship, they're on about trialing standing areas. What do you think? It's weird, isn't it? I know some people will talk about the good old days and the atmosphere and everything else. Um, to make those standing areas, the club would have to put a lot, a lot of money into have these converted. It's not their ground. So um, there was a lot of negative attention on that ponty end top corner, the singing corner, as, yeah. as, as we like to call it. If there is any atmosphere, it starts there. So I, I quite, I quite like that. Um, personally, for myself, with my mobility, my back, and everything, I probably couldn't stand up for ninety minutes. I remember going to Altrincham four or five years ago, whatever it was, in the um, in the FA Cup, 
Um, no doubt that some elements of our fans are really for this and would really like to see it. Um, and it's not a problem for me, but I prefer to sit. But that's purely for my health and how I see it. And I can enjoy the match. I can stand up and cheer when, you know, when we do really, really well. Um, it was mentioned in that Q&A, wasn't it, with Conway? And Conway yeah. sort of said, it, it's it's going to cost a lot of money to take yeah. seat out, to make things wider. It's they're not going to invest. A bit. Yeah, they're not going to invest in some... It, it, it's a bit... Well, it's like we said before, isn't it? It's a bit like Oakwell is a, like a rented house for them and they pay rent for it. You know, you're not going to make major alterations inside your house when you only rent it. So um, I think for the future, maybe, does it do... Um, does it increase the atmosphere? I don't know because I think we've been used to sitting. And atmosphere is created by fans. Yeah. And you can scream, shout, sing, clap when you sit down as well, can't you? Yeah, of course you can. So for me, I wouldn't personally prefer it, but it doesn't mean I'm against it. It's an interesting one because they're saying that on about trialing it sort of Christmas time or what have you. But it's like you say, it's going to cost a lot of money for some clubs. But it's a lot of people have paid the season ticket seats. Mm. For a season, yeah. So you won't be right happy if you got turfed out of your seat because they wanted to make that particular area exactly. a little bit of standing. So I can't see that. And the other thing for me, which I don't know what you think about this, we've just had eighteen months of COVID. Yeah. Now they're still on about you're supposed to be, you know, social distancing, all this sort of thing, which we know is basically gone by wayside now. However, you've got. I suppose are you better off sitting down and having a space? Than being, let's face it, when we used to stand up Ponty end years ago, shoulder to shoulder to, yeah, you know, and so where that that doesn't it's, quite strike right to me when no. the government and all this sort of thing are still trying to keep people safe from 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 pandemic. It, so yeah. it's all very, it, it is a bit odd to me. I, th- I think it's a, it's a brilliant discussion to have, and I'm sure some of the maybe younger fans would love that standing. You don't have to say where we want it. That would have to be the Ponty end, which is normally the fullest sort of home. Um, I'm not moving out of my seat. Just well, so stand up. But this is the point, isn't it? Well, exactly. And, and, and how does that work with season tickets then? Have you got a seat but you can't stand up? Or how does that work? Can you say this is my area or is it just like an area and yeah. there's 200 people? So I think there's a lot to be arranged. Um, and when we talk about money, um, Derby, administration... Reading apparently is the next, just to finish up, you know, just, I know people would love to see instant results. People would like us to do better than last season. And don't forget, and we've not spoken about it, Valerius Mel was a brilliant head coach. He was helped enormously by the fact that he could have five substitutions, which he regularly used. And we're obviously, I believe England's the only country that's back to three. The rest of Europe is still doing the five. So anyway, we'll have to see how that, how that finishes. Um, but just be grateful, whether you like them or not, that our club is run within the parameters of what we can afford. And we are not one of these clubs that have to make an informal agreement with the EFL about points deductions and administration. Because most of the Ratsons, we've been there, haven't we? Yeah. You know, we've been yeah. there. And I'd rather stick within the limit of what we can spend and become a, a championship club where people say, oh, that's a decent championship club, that. Um, then... These clubs, like your derby, that blame COVID, but COVID doesn't make you spend millions on players, does it? No, it it didn't for us. So um, I know people are not always happy with the club, but just be grateful we've got owners that stick to, a bit like my mum used to say, you know, just 
only buy what you can afford. That's it. I mean, that's soon it. we're down to the window. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Find beatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network. <laughs> 